0: Hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in to a blissfully balanced life podcast. For those of you who are new here, I'm your host, Crystal Ray, and I am a certified health and fitness coach and Reiki healer. And I created this podcast to show you how to live a holistically healthy life while balancing everything else going on. What you can expect on this podcast are tips for your health, food, fitness, spirituality, mindset, motivation, inspiration, as well as experts sharing their knowledge with you. I am so excited to bring this content to you, so let's get started. Welcome to another episode of A Blissfully Balanced Life. Today's episode is sponsored by Art House Hotel New York City, which boasts 291 guest rooms, three on-site restaurants, and a nightly live entertainment in Manhattan's Upper West Side. Book your next stay at www.arthousehotelnyc.com or call in for group rates and events. I am super excited because today we have something a little bit unique to the podcast and it's going to be a really fun, amazing conversation with Felicia. So I'm going to have
1: Felicia introduce herself to all of you. Hi everyone and thank you for having me here. I'm really excited to be here. Um, my name is Felicia Heinz-Patrick and I am the owner and creator of Sacred Soul, which is, I would like to call it a one-stop place where you can, I do meditation circles, I do uh, online courses, we do one-on-one healings that incorporate some Reiki together with other energy healings that I put together. So, I have a couple of services that brings you that clarity you need when, yes. in life, yes.
0: So, how did you get to
1: being this incredible spiritual worker and creating that what, everything that you do? Uh, a very, that's an interesting journey because it's one that I never thought I'll be on. If you told me this years ago, I might have said, what are you talking about? And um, so, actually, it was just life and living life and going mm-hmm. through the stages, the stages of a for me it all it probably was happening over time and I didn't recognize it but it's being the stages of being a mother the stages of being a wife the stage of being a um, a career woman so it was like I call that wearing masks like every time we did that we had to become someone that was probably not who we were or we tried to be sh- show up in the moment as that person and the more I did the more I started to lose myself so in that stage of losing me, I got to a point in life where I started making bad choices, or I'll say choices from that space. So it's when you're in that space, you know who you are. You're at that lower vibrational space in life, and you're stuck in your stories, what's going on in your family, what's going on in the, you know, and my, my family life was very depleting. I was giving a lot, giving, 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 and I was not getting anything back it, at least that's what it felt like so instead of dealing with my problems I went outside of my problems I said how can I get rid of them so I just went outside of my marriage and I said I'm gonna start I like started a whole new life while I had a life so these things happen so in that space I didn't recognize myself but I still kept going knowing that this is not where I want to be this is not who I am but I'm like, okay, it's what I'm going to stay on this path, and I'm just going to keep pushing through it, and whatever is whatever. So my wake-up moment happened, like, exactly one year and one week, if you guys are, your audience might know numbers or yes. feel very familiar with numbers. It was 11. So one year and one week later, the person that I allowed into my life tragically died. Mm. They died of a, a motorcycle accident, which was most interesting to me because when I met this person... The first day, there was a certain kind of connection I couldn't understand. It wasn't like a sexual energy. It was just like, I know you. a mm-hmm. knowing like, I've met you before. Like, we know each other. And it was that instant connection. But it's when he, I saw him leave, he got on the motorcycle. And what came to me was, that's going to be the end of you. I'm like, who says that in their head? Like, who's seen somebody on a bike and said, that's going to be the end of you? Like, I mean, like, that's... I, I Took it out my head right away but the fact that it even came it, was a little, it bothered me Right. and it seemed like in that night we had a lot of intuitive moments like I kept saying you don't need to meet me again you don't need my number because I'm gonna see you again and He was like, how are you so sure so like, trust me you'll see me again Long and behold a week later I did see him again so <laughs> it was just like so I don't I was like all right I don't know what's going on here but it happened anyway in his death not only did he die but I died right. because now I'm here mourning something by myself because no one even knows this person exists. Well, my husband had a little bit of it at one point, and nearly separated us. But it didn't. So, um in having that moment of mourning, in that moment of leaving my home just to cry, I can't cry at home. What are you crying about? What's going on? So I'm wearing this happy. Everything's fine. But inside, I'm dying. Can't do work. I go to work to cry. I go to the gym to cry. <laughs> Everything to release. Wow. And I'm. I start to question life. Mm-hmm. That's the moment you say, okay, what, what are, what's going on? Who am I? And I literally surrendered. I surrendered everything. And I started to ask questions to whoever is listening. And I'm like, talk to me, what should I do? And even from him, you know how when people talk, people say, they're here with me, I feel their presence there. I was getting that. Mm-hmm. I've never got that in my life. And no one ever that close to me ever passed. So okay. I was like, okay, what are these signs? And I'll get signs, and it's like he kept telling me to, like I question, where's, oh, what is my main question was, where are people when they die? Yeah, <laughs> actually, that was like my main question. Where do people go when they die? And I started researching and researching, like literally going through my phone, and I kept like stumbling across a medium. Mhm. And I'm like, okay, I don't do medium. I don't do medium. And I'm like, I don't do these things, so I'm not. But at that moment, I was open. I let go of all those beliefs I used to hold. In my life and I said I'm I'm gonna let it go right and I'm gonna give this a try that's the surrender part yeah I'm like okay fine but before the medium I was like all right. I saw a grievance counselor through my job and she even was more taken by my story she was like wasn't counseling me in any way shape or form she's just like wow (laughs) and she tried to give me a medium I'm like okay I'll check her out she's like oh no she's booked for seven months I'm like I can't wait seven months yeah so I, I met this new this other medium paid $300 for 15 minutes. Like, for 15 minutes? 15? I was like, what am I doing? But I don't care. I'm going to do it. Did it. It changed my life. Like, seeking that. And I knew I didn't need to seek at that time. It wasn't like, okay, it's time to go to church. I didn't feel that. I didn't feel like it was time to go see us, like, a therapist. Right. I don't feel that. I said, I need something else. Something else was calling me. And it was that. And she shared with me a lot of stuff. I asked him my purpose. I asked him, what's his purpose? She was like, he's there to inspire you. Mm. inspired me she's like like he tapped your shoulder to say wake up it's time to do what you're here for like a reminder I'm like okay at that time I didn't know what English that meant but I said alright cool and also for me she's like you're here your purpose is to work with women mm-hmm. you've been doing it already and you don't even know it just by your presence just by who you are you've been helping women come into their space and know who they are changing lives so I'm like oh man I can't see this I couldn't see it. I couldn't see it at all. I'm not there. I'm in corporate America working at Goldman Sachs. I'm like, when? (laughs) Okay. And then from there, I took the next step. I started, I said, I'm going to go check out this shaman. I didn't even know what a shaman is. But my sister used to talk about one and I used to ignore her because I'm like, I don't know what you're doing, but I'm not interested. But all of a sudden, I'm interested. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, all right, tell me about this guy. Booked him right away. I worked with him for three months. Awesome. After that. I realized I can do Akashic readings. I went to work with a a Akashic person who just popped up on my phone screen. I'm like, who's this woman? I said, I'm gonna do this Akashic thing. I don't know what it is. I'm gonna do it just so I can learn me because it says you know the records, you can learn yourself. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna learn myself. Yeah. Not knowing it was a certification course. I'm like, okay, so I have to now practice on people? I gotta do this? I'm like, all right, fine. I did it. I didn't want to do it with my family because I'm like, I'm not ready. I don't know if they're ready. Whatever. Let me do it with my husband's friends. Did it. The results, I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, is this true? What I'm saying to you is really like, yeah, how do you know these things? How do you I'm like, I don't know? <laughs> and that was my moment of understanding. Oh, my gosh, this is where I, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And when my shaman asked me to read for him, that was it. And he was blown to the point that he gave me clients. And he said, now make them, make them more paying clients. No more practicing. You don't have to practice. This is natural. I'm like, are you shitting me? <laughs> That's so and amazing. And it was natural, because those clients, I still work with these clients. Years later, they have been with me the whole time. So I'm just like, all right. I know my calling. What I do? I quit. Quit my job. Yay. Quit Goldman Sachs. I'm like, who does that? You're making six figures, you walk away. But that was the me I thought I was, who was attached to. Well, I should be working, I should be doing, I should, should, you know the shoulding? Mm -hmm. (laughs) That we all do, we should ourselves to death. And I'm like, I let it all go. I said, I'm going to just step into this. This is Mm -hmm. me, this is it. And I kept going from there. Long story short, that's it. (laughs) Oh my goodness, I love it. Was it scary letting it go? Oh, yes. No, actually, I just knew. So that wasn't even really scary. But I said, I know it comes with responsibility. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, now this year, letting this go. You have family. You have stuff to do. So you're going to have to get going. Right. Start this new work, whatever it may be. So I had to start defining. I need a name. I need a business. And I just, from there, Sacred Soul was born. And I decided, how am I going to work with people? I'll do these sessions. So I was just doing Sacred Soul Reconnection readings, is what I would call them. So I was doing those cash readings for people, helping them to recognize the truth of who they are, which is really a confirmation of what they knew, but they let go of. So I'm not telling anyone anything they didn't actually probably know about themselves. It was just that, to remember it, yes, and mm-hmm. we we forget it. We, the unconsciousness kicks in. We're on autopilot. We're like robots. Yes. <laughs> so, can you explain mm-hmm. more
0: exactly of what an Akashic reading is? Like what it what is. the record
1: is. Like Akashic. For records. me, when I visualize an Akashic reading, I call it like the library in the sky because you can't really see it, but I feel it. I ask questions. I get energetic responses, and. And I actually use a divination tool. I use a a pendulum. Mm -hmm. So for me, I do my answers through the pendulum, and I get my questions, and I just keep going. Like, I have my own little format. So it really looks at who you are, how you were created through source. So I look into that, tap into it, and share it with you. It's like it's there for people to know. And actually, with the Akashic readings, we get to look at why you're stuck in the situations you are. I see choices. The choices you've been making that has you there the choices that are against who you are at soul level they're not in alignment like you're, you're doing things that doesn't like you were taught yeah. but it's not you so of course you're going to get stuck you're doing things that you choices and the funny thing is sometimes it's choices you didn't just make in this lifetime people mm-hmm. who understand your audience will understand it's been done in lifetimes before like i can sit there and give you a whole past life story about what you've done. And when I tell the past life stories, it's so interesting because I will tell someone their past life story and they're like, oh, I'm doing that now. I'm like, yes. Because we we repeat, not just now. We've been doing it and it become our new normal. And it's like, that's not you. right? So when they can get the moment to look at it, stop it, and make an active choice to change it, that's where you're, you're stepping into your power. right? You're a spiritual being. You have the power to make a choice. And, and make it and change your, your course of your life. Right. And doing this allows you that to do that. So it's like, oh. It's like aha moments for a lot of people. Like, right. I have a choice. Yeah. You've been choosing all this time. It's just probably not in alignment with you. Now you understand you. Make choices that align to yourself. And allow yourself to do it. Surrender, you
0: know? <laughs> Definitely. So how have you seen life change for like your clients or yourself when they find out this information or like they... know start making changes making changes for
1: me personally understanding that my gifts and who I was and I started to apply it and live through it like I'm good with working with people I'm that I have that so I go with that and helping I'm at a state of always helping but I have to learn how to make balance and not help to depletion and draw and not enable but help so that's where my strong energy lays and I apply and I had to use it and I knew I could use it in this field it, it can be whatever you want it to be. No one is destined to be a lawyer or a doctor. Just take your skills and your gifts and put it wherever it can work. Or use it wherever you are at right now. It's not you don't have to change your whole life, but apply it. You're gifted at communication, apply it in your where you're at. And I've seen people change completely because that consciousness that they bring into their life allows them to come from their higher self and that, that lower vibration where they were stuck and start to really tune in. And receive. We all receive intuitive yes. things that tell us things. Do we listen? But when we go through this phase, and when people work with me, they start to pay attention. They get that self awareness, mm-hmm. and it changes your life because now you're using every aspect. And going to the name of your your podcast, you're balanced. You're blissfully balanced when you decide. I'm going to use my body. I'm going to use my mind. Mm-hmm. And Now I'm gonna really actively incorporate my soul. We don't use that percentage, right? Hardly, because we're so busy on autopilot. So when you do this, you start tapping into that. Your life changes. You get more abundance in all areas, and not just financial abundance. You're getting abundance in love. You're getting things shift, and the people around you shift. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like what I went through changed my whole marriage for better. Yeah, should have. Some people would destroy it. We're gone. It's over we actually grew and it's like i saw me he saw me he saw me as i was coming out the real the true me right. and it was like forgiving for him forgiving for me and the energy was just different right <laughs> it was so different that it, it changed it's like a wave you know and how energy moves and i think it's a good energy will attract more good stuff and that's what we started to do and all my clients the same thing it's just their life completely changed. They either found their passions and they started doing it. Mm-hmm. I always remember one of my clients, she she had her job, whatever it is she does. She owns a business in property insurance, I believe. But she had a passion. for. She had creative ability. And I'm like, so what are you going to do with that? Why do you keep putting it to the side? She started to make all my jewelry. Like all the jewelry I'm wearing, she, start, she created. And from the spiritual aspect with all of the crystals. And she has a whole other business now mm-hmm. doing that. And it's her passion and that. She's using that, like, force energy that flows through her and applying it to so her life. That's so awesome. Instead of letting it leak out of her doing things she... That doesn't serve her anymore.
0: Right. So,
1: yeah.
0: how do you, you start to become aware of the symbols, right? And actually, I kind of want to, like, twist this into a different topic because I have my own theory on this. Love it. Um, <laughs> so, I'll, I'll give you my theory because it's a little bit out there. But I like to think that... Um, like spirit is talking to us all day long, mm-hmm. and it's just up to us recognizing if what we're getting is a symbol or not. Because right now, advertising it's at this point where if you see something, your phone now advertises to mm-hmm. whatever was just spoken about in a sense. But I guess my question for you is, like, do you believe that spirit is constantly giving you the symbol, like the signs and the symbols, all day long, and that the reality that you're creating outside is really a result of? Like, your beliefs inside and, like, your
1: spiritual world and how you're thinking. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes. I do believe that everything that we see outside of ourselves it began within ourselves. It's a reflection with, of what's going on within us. I do believe that there is your consciousness, and I also believe that there is the collective consciousness. So there's two things going on here. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, sometimes what you're seeing is what's put out for the collective. What, other, Like, someone else, all the other thoughts, they're all there to tap into and... You may pick up on something, like if we're in a room, like we are. And what's going on in other people's consciousness will come in. And you know, well, that's, you wonder, is that my thought? No, no. It's right. someone else's, but that's always there. I hope this is answering your question. Right.
0: <laughs> is um, it? So, like, so think about, this. so do you think, how, I guess my question is more so, like, if I'm somebody new to this, okay,
1: mm-hmm.
0: how do I start recognizing symbols that I'm on the right path, and what might the symbols look like?
1: Actual symbols or just little intuitive stuff telling you. Go to that store. As make a left both. turn here. Okay. Because oh, a physical symbols like is numbers or you know. The, oh,
0: okay. Like, like either one. Whether mm-hmm. like we can talk about both, like the intuitive aspect and also like like the physical like how you just explained you're on your phone and you saw
1: yeah the,
0: the training you didn't realize it was a training and you like just
1: kind of kept going down that road right and mm-hmm. like you were like giving guidance right it's the self-awareness it's like bec- being in that moment and realizing well what's happening here a lot of times we're so busy just going 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 this the, the symbols are happening there's an 11 that passed you there's a, there was something for you but you when you don't take that time and that's why sometimes i say it's so good to start your day off like going within before dealing with everything outside of you take that moment to meditate be still because this is you training yourself from program or deprogramming yourself from the old ways of just getting up pick up the phone getting up going straight into that emotion like and determining your day with just one thought oh i have to do this oh this is gonna be a horrible day you're gonna change your whole day but if you go in and say okay i made these plans you stay with those plants. You, your day will kind of flow with that. Mm-hmm. And then you'll be able to recognize other things. Because now you're more still. And you're coming from that place of stillness. So when things come, oh, I'm aware of that. I'm not all up in my head. Because I've already predetermined how this is going to go. And you get control. You're training your mind. You've got to continue to train your mind or untrain it from what you had trained it before. And say, okay. Right. And it comes. Because you already planted the seed. is in you. And you're it back. It's coming out of you. The moment you see a lot of chaos going on, you have to actually say, okay, what am I thinking? What's happening inside of me right now? Yes. And you really look, It your outside should be like that trigger sometimes to say, okay, wait, there's a lot of chaos happening. Let me go inside here and find out what what am I feeling? It, it's always a clear indicator, but know that it started inside of you. These things aren't just happening. Right. For the most part. For the most part. Yes.
0: I think that's such an important like part of it because I say this too Um, I created a journal recently and one of the things I have in it one of the questions is how are your interactions with others going mm-hmm. because that other person is your mirror so like if you're getting an angry response or like something it's like hold up am I angry right
1: now mm-hmm. like, do I got
0: a little bit going on in me and mm-hmm. you're like wait okay I might I might
1: be grumpy right mm-hmm. so like it, it's a really good checkpoint mm-hmm. yes it is it is and even if you someone is giving you anger and you don't give it back. You can diffuse it or eventually they'll they'll go somewhere else because they want to be angry. They want to be angry, but you're not giving me back what I'm giving. And I've been in those situations where I'm like, okay, I'm at peace, but the other person is so angry and they want to stay there. And you can see it and I'm like, okay, when you're ready, I'm here, and you just keep your calm, but don't feed it. It just grows and gets like wildfire. It gets worse. Yes, and that's yeah.
0: like having a clear distinction versus how are you feeling,
1: right? And your awareness and your stillness. Yeah, because sometimes it's really not in you. Something's actually that's happening, and it's for you to see if you know how to. How are you gonna react to it? Are you gonna do what you've always done? It's right. like a little test, or are you gonna actually not allow it to affect you? So sometimes that is something coming to you to see if you're if you can actually be aware of it. Yes. And how are you going to react? So, like, <laughs> I
0: love that, react <laughs> or not. Um, on a daily basis, how often do you think you check in?
1: All the time. I've become so conscious. It's like everything, I'm like, I, I sit down and go within, and I'm like, okay, why? when am I feeling that moment? Or I would observe and just say, okay, I could see, it was, I check in quite a, I think it's every moment. Like, right now, I'm, t- I'm sitting here, I'm checking in. Right. I check in. I'm like, all right, this is how it's flowing. We should always check in. This should always be this dialogue within yourself so you can recognize what's happening. You stay in control. When we don't, ego takes over. I, I believe strongly is ego comes in and says, well, if you're not in control, I'll take the wheel. and takes you everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere that is in alignment with what your beliefs were. It will take you everywhere that's not the true you. I think that you created to be you out of the ignorance of knowing who you truly are. You know, ego is just that, I feel like, like I always say, it's like that avatar that we kind of roll around in, but it's Mm. not really us. (laughs) But we created that person. I think ego should be there to protect you, like, from danger. (laughs) But, and serve you to some degree, but it should not become who you are. Right. So having that talk to diffuse it. I'll put the ego inside. I'll say, listen, just tell me when the bus is coming. And I'll let you get out the <laughs> way. But let me and my higher self really take control here. So yeah. So good. I check in all the time
0: too. So I know you and I were talking before and we were discussing like how the important like how important it is to have different coaches. Yes. Right? Like mm-hmm. a person who's a basketball player is a basketball player. Like they have a coach, right? Mm-hmm. So Tell us more about the significance
1: of having a spiritual coach. For me, of course, at my darkest hour, that's what came in and changed my world. And I'm happy intuitively. I figured out where I had to go with it. But some of us, we don't know. We know that there's something more. And a lot of my clients come to me and say that I know I need something more. I do. And those are what coaches are for, like spiritual coaches. if you, And however you want to attack it, like some people are like, I'm just ready for the meditation aspect. Mm-hmm. I want to start there. We'll take that. Someone want to take courses and actually figure out self and self-mastery and learning what it is to evolve in this world and how that's supposed to look for a spiritual being. So, we need it. Even I need a coach. Like, we all need someone, especially in certain areas. You get a coach, you're working your body, Would you go to the gym, you get a gym coach. Mine, sometimes you think, I need the therapist at this point. And then you might say, I've done that already. The soul work kind of hits both. At the end of the day. So sometimes, if know that that guidance is there. There are people who do it. I don't, I'm, and I'm not knocking people who just say, well, I just want to get my future right. I always like to say, listen, there's one thing about your future. It's, the, it's based on you. You can't get your future right for you. It's the energy you're holding in that moment. is what they're reading. Right. You can wake up tomorrow and make one change. One choice change. That changed that whole reading for you. You're in control. I will never promise someone... I can read your future and tell you what's going on. You determine that, but I will give you the tools you need to help guide you to be able to make those decisions and remember who you are. And I'll use, it's not me alone. There's always a team of spiritual beings that are here to help. And so it's just, I'm a vehicle (laughs) that can do it for others to happen. But I think it's, it's very important for people to have that guidance, especially for the person who's trying to ascend, who's trying to learn, who's trying to grow. It's there in all forms, you know? Like, go healing with Reiki. Right. That might be your start. Whatever it is, let it step into it. There's so many avenues to heal your soul. Right. So many.
0: And so how do you help people who are, like, kind of, like, I guess, like, they don't really believe in it, but they, like, kind of believe in it? Like, how do you
1: coach them or guide them through the beliefs? What is interesting is... Especially, and this is like the law of NG or you want to say attraction, that once they come to me, they're ready. They're not even questioning. I don't ever approach somebody and say, you know, we should talk about this, because you didn't come to me. That means I'm not giving off something that you need. So I'm not here to convince anyone, but when they come, it's because there's a natural attraction. Those are the souls that are already signed up in life to connect with me. I always say everything is pre-done. Before we incarnated, we made our choices. I'm going to go through this path. I'm going to choose this and choose that. And these are the people, the pool of people that can help me if they're doing what they should be doing. And I know all this. I always just call on the souls that are here to get my service. Yes. I'm not here to. And those are there already believing. Right. So it works. So, you know, it was my worst clients me, is when someone offered someone and paid for them. Mm. I had it happen to me twice and I said after the second time I don't want any clients that you're gifting right? because they weren't ready it was the worst experiences they said they might have denied everything what are you talking about and it was a whole resistance and I could feel it and I'm like you know what and that's something with energy too if you're giving a service you give back energy in return so money is energy Right. so it should come from them right it went so because in that moment it's like what and en- what do we what energy transfer are we having because that money came from her to me you know so right. i'm like that doesn't work so to answer your question i've never really had to experience that except when it was a gift and i realized you, you don't do that you gotta remember the laws of, of energy like the laws of the un- universal law so to speak that that doesn't work Right. so I had my I had to learn that I think that was just a lesson for me to learn and I learned it and I said never again money is not that important that I'm gonna take it as a gift from somebody it's not they have to be ready yeah yeah
0: I love that because <laughs> it is so important like it's it's challenging the resistance is up you mm-hmm. can't, like, get there so do you mostly do sessions in person do you also do them online and I know you say you have courses yes
1: I Do in person, if I do in person, it's just the healing work. I do the the Reiki mixed with other energy work, and we do our one on ones and we go into deep meditation. That's that session, a healing session and clearing sessions. I do that one on one. Uh, Online, I have my Sacred Soul reading, but I broke it into a three week course because I realized just doing the reading alone was just dumping a lot of information. They're like, So, what do I do with all this? So, I turned it into a course where you learn to apply it into your life and you learn how the balance, the harmony comes in and how to live harmoniously through the mind, body, and the soul. So we we take all that sacred that reading and we apply it to life and we do exercises, we do work week after week and you can see the transformation of people just being conscious. You have to hear the amazing things they recognize about themselves and about other, it's amazing. So that I do the three week course, which is available online. Um, I'm starting the sacred soul those so Sacred Soul I the I versity And in there I'm adding all these courses and a lot more people want to learn how to do a cashic record. So I'm just throwing in that and teaming up with other spiritualists who wants to add stuff to it. So that's my big long term project that's growing beautifully. So we have that. We have eight week courses, three week courses and some are put you have to take before this. Um Beyond that, what I, I came what came to me at the top of the year and I took my guidance and I'm running with it was a movement that I'm starting. It's called the I Am Movement. I love it. Yes, and meant being spelt M-E-A-N-T because we are meant to move. Ooh. And I don't mean physically. I mean our I soul. We are meant to move from those li- lower vibrations into our higher vibrations. So I'm excited about this movement. The I Am Movement is just like... People who want to who wants to be in a community of mm-hmm. like-minded people doing the same thing. So now they can hold each other accountable. And you don't have to do this journey alone. Right. This is a whole, it goes forever. Like, month to month you can be with a group of people. I'm leaving this open as a membership where who's ready to do this movement? And now, guess what? There's a lot of people. You're not alone. You're not the only one trying to live as a whole person. Right. And put the whole thing together. And... We're here to, we're not here to struggle. We are not here to be stuck in these lower places. We're the spiritual beings that we're, we're powerful beings. Right. Step into it. A lot of us don't step into that power. And I'm like, if I can just drop that pebble, my vision (laughs) of enlightenment and just let the wave go. You ever see the ripple effect when you drop that pebble? That is the effect I'm expecting to get. Drop the pebble and just let the wave go. After it touches one person, they change, changes the next, the next. I can't touch everybody. Right. Right. So if you just touch one, they can touch a hundred. It's just that effect. So that's the vision of the moment. So to the point where we don't have to complain about the life we live in because we can create a better one. Mm -hmm. It started with us to begin with, and it takes us to change it. Right. But how do we change it? We don't know. So this is where you get the, the knowledge and the wisdom and you take that and create this better life. And you it trickles down to your kids, to your fan people are raised better. But let's let them let go of those beliefs so our own insecurities. Let's let it go so we can stop the cycle. <laughs> you know? Yes. So that's the Iron movement what I'm excited about. Starts next week. Well, I don't know when this week here, but next week at the end of January I start that with the new moon. Does it makes sense. Yes. I think the new moon's in Aquarius this month. Yes, on yes. the 24th. So I'm going to start that then. Some new beginnings, new things. And Aquarius is all about new ideas and stuff like that, right? So I think that's a bit the best time to start that. And it's just going to be there forever. I oh my goodness. <laughs> Monthly membership, I put it like that, or yearly. And we're in that. It's a great group of people oh
0: my it's so exciting i can't yes. wait to see how it transforms <laughs> yeah yes. hopefully maybe one day i'll be in it too yes <laughs> um if people were looking to find you where could they connect with you further
1: they can connect with me on my website which is www.sacredsoul.com that's sacred with a k s-a-k-r-e-d if it's instagram is sacred underscore soul same k again same with twitter and facebook i'm under my whole my name is felicia heinz patrick So you can definitely find me. Awesome. I will put all those links in the show description.
0: Okay. But thank you so much for being on this episode today. I'm so excited to meet you and to have you
1: here with us. Thank you for this blissfully balanced experience. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome.
0: Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's podcast episode. I appreciate you. I appreciate you being here. I appreciate your time. And if there's anybody that you think would love this episode, please share it with them. And of course, go ahead and leave a review for this podcast. I hope you have a wonderful day and we'll talk soon. Bye.